0: Hall and I want to welcome you to the sixth episode of Overcomer Living a Full Life After. I'm really excited, guys. Um, two days ago, as of today's recording, I launched this podcast, and not really knowing what to expect, not really knowing if anybody would listen. I did share it in um, a couple of groups that I belong to and as of today's recording and as of right this moment, because I haven't checked um, in the last couple of hours, there have been 70 downloads of the three episodes that I've recorded. Not only that, I have been receiving tremendous feedback from women who have experienced or are experiencing what I what I experienced and you know just letting me know that they're finding the podcast really useful to them that they you know they are in awe I guess I don't even know if I want to use the word in awe but what they're finding is that it's resonating with them and that there are so much Um, similarities between my story and their story and that they're finding it to be soothing and calming to them. So, you know, it's, it's, it's touching on everything. You know, I'm kind of giddy right now. It's kind of touching on everything that I hoped that I would be doing when I decided to do this. And so I'm just really excited and thankful and just um, kind of overwhelmed right now. Um, you know, so thank you so much, you know, for those who are listening and who are reaching out to me, um, I hope to, again, you know, continue to be that voice for you. I just don't think that many people realize that what we go through is so different than, um, other divorces. And I don't mean to minimize any of the pain that anybody is going through, um, who are experiencing a divorce I think that all divorce is sad and it is um, not an experience that I would wish on anyone but ours is a little bit different you know these are um, and I'm gonna go into a little bit more of that today of why this is different but um, you know just knowing that I am that voice for women who are experiencing this I'm just extremely grateful. And, you know, I can't even express to you how much it means to me. So, just a reminder that I am now on Google Play and Stitcher. I think the easiest way to find me if you listen to podcasts um, either through Google Play or Stitcher is right now just going to my website and clicking on the link for Google Play or Stitcher. My website is it's never too late to try.com. Um, both of those links can be found on the left-hand side of my blog. So if that's how you listen to podcasts, you can find me there. I'm still waiting for approval um, through iTunes. Hopefully that'll come within the next couple of days and I'll make sure that I include a link on iTunes once that becomes available. Just a, a little reminder that you know we're dealing with adult content um by talking about divorce and sharing our stories. And so I think it's really important that you, you use your judgment on when you're listening or how you're listening to this podcast. There'll also be times where I might drop the f-bomb or use some other type of profanity. I try to keep it um to a minimum minimum because I don't generally use a lot of profanity when I speak in my regular everyday talking, but sometimes there is a need to use profanity. So again, use your best judgment, um, knowing that we are talking about adult content here and that there may be times where I may use profanity. So today's topic is going to, to cover um, trauma, which Vicki writes about in her book, um, Runaway Husbands. And so I wanna start today talking a little bit about trauma and why it is so important that when you go through this or are going through it, that you seek out the help of a therapist who has experience in helping um, process trauma. And so that should be one of the things that you ask for when you're looking for a therapist. What is your experience in dealing with people who have gone through traumatic events. So I want to start by reading what Vicki writes about in her book, um, on trauma. And what she writes is she writes that it is a traumatic event involving a singular experience or enduring event or events that completely overwhelm the individual's ability to cope or integrate the ideas and emotions involved with that experience. Trauma can be caused by a wide variety of events, but there are a few common aspects. It usually involves a complete feeling of helplessness in the face of a real or subjective threat to life, bodily integrity, or sanity. There is frequently a violation of the the person's familiar ideas about the world Putting the person in a state of extreme confusion and insecurity. This is often seen when people or institutions depended on for survival violate or betray the person in some unforeseen way. Does that not speak to our stories? We were betrayed in a way that was unforeseen. When I think about my own experience of being married to this person for three decades. I tell people if somebody had told me even the day before, you know, if they would have said that my husband at the time would have said what he said to me, would have put me through what he put me through, I never would have believed them. Because the person that I had been married to for three decades, I never would have thought was capable of the things that he said or the things that he did. It was like being married to two different people. One day I was married to a really nice man, a man who I felt like always had my back, a man who loved his family, a man who I thought loved me um, for everything I was, only to wake up the next day being married to a man who seemingly couldn't even couldn't stand to even look at me, who told me he couldn't stand the sound of my voice. You know, there were there were a lot of really inconceivable things that were said to me that were done to me during the months that I thought that our our marriage was salvageable. And so In my head, I'm trying to work out what I knew of this person that I'd been married to for three decades to the person I was now married to. And none of it made sense. None of it made sense. And so in your brain, you're trying to, you know, figure out what it is that you're now experiencing. And none of it Again, I I, I guess the word that I have to come back to over and over again is that doesn't make sense. And so it is trauma that we experience. And so, you know, uh, one of the examples, I guess, that I I want to talk about and why this is trauma is that there would be times where we would be intimate the night before um, because, that's what you do right as a married couple and he would tell me that he loved me and then the next morning he would be getting up he would get ready for work and he something would set him off and I could I never knew from day to day what would set him off and he would get inches from my face and he'd be yelling at me and telling me stuff like, you know, maybe I should just leave, you know, maybe I, you know, I should just divorce you, um, or, you know, say other things that were much worse. And so in my head, I'd be thinking to myself just eight hours earlier, you were the person I'd been married to for 30 years. You were telling me that you loved me. And now you're yelling inches from my face, telling me, what an awful person I am and how I've ruined your life. That's a traumatic event that played over and over again more than once during the six months that I tried to save my marriage. So is it any wonder that I am seeking the help of a therapist, you know? And Again, when I look at this, one of the quotes that resonates with me the most is a quote that I first heard um, by a comic by the name of Hannah Gadsby. And she did this Netflix special called Nanette, I believe it's called. And she talked about Picasso. And there was a quote that she said. And when she said this quote, I had to write it down because I was like, oh my God this is exactly what I experienced. This is exactly what he did. And the quote is, you destroy the woman, you destroy the past she represents. And I think that, you know, and again, I think that men probably experience this as well from you know, their their wives who are choosing to le- to leave their marriages in this fashion. If you destroy that person that you were married to, then I think in their heads, it makes it easier for them to leave because they can't leave the loving, caring person that they had been married to for all these years. It makes it much more difficult in their heads to do this. So instead, they have to destroy us in order to make it easier for them. We have to be the nightmare that they have to walk away from. And so they have to destroy us. And I think when you look at it in that context, it makes it a little bit easier. And I, I, I don't like using that word because none of this is easier, is easy. But I think when you look at it in that context, from their perspective, it all makes sense. They can't leave us if we are the person that they know us to be. So they have to destroy us. But in destroying us, that means that we need to get the help that we have to get so that we can be healthy for ourselves, so that we can rebuild our lives for ourselves. It can't be for anybody else, but Ourselves, and I think that once we do that, then if you are wanting somebody else in your life, then you're going to be in a position for you to do that. So, part of this when you are going through trauma is that for some people, they then experience what's called trauma bonding. And what is trauma bonding? It's a term that was developed by Patrick Carnes. Last name is spelled C-A-R-N-E-S. And he describes it as the misuse of fear, excitement, sexual feelings, and sexual physiology to entangle another person. So essentially what I think happens during this trauma bonding is that there is this emotional abuse that takes place where the abuser engages in what I call the push me, pull me dance. And actually it's a term that I learned from my cousin, Leah. So the abuser pulls you towards them by some kind gesture. Maybe it's a loving word or a hug, a loving act where they, you know, say, let's go out to dinner, you know, so it feels like old times, right? Um, so they pull you towards them. They do something that reminds you of the way that it used to be. And then once they pulled you towards, towards them, they push you away again. How do they push you away? Again, it's through some action that is cruel, um, something that they say or do to you that reminds you that you're no longer married to that person that you've been married to for all these years. Maybe it's not coming home when you are expecting them and you know that they are with the other person that they've involve themselves with and then the next day they tangle they they dangle that carrot in front of you again so it's the push me pull me dance that they are engaging in with you and you can either be a participant in that dance or you can choose to say no I'm no longer going to be the participant it does become addictive though you're looking for that high you're looking for that feelings that overcome you when they are pulling you towards them again it is like a drug it is like that taste of alcohol that the alcoholic tastes it is like the potential win that the gambler feels when he's out there gambling if you're addicted addicted to gambling but like all addicts, we need to cut the drug out of our lives. And that is not easy to do, especially if you have kids or grandkids involved. But it is essential in order for you to heal, to cut them out of your lives. Because I have learned from experience that every time I have allowed him to come back, I take two or three steps back in my healing. And that can be As simple as a phone call from him. My last time um, where I had a setback was back in the early months of February. And I was trying to figure out why am I struggling so much right now? It's not making any sense. And then it occurred to me. He had called me right around Christmas. And I picked up the phone call like I always do because I still care for him. And he was struggling and I was there for him. And in being there for him, I wasn't there for myself. And so I have made the decision that I cannot at this point in time be there for him. I cannot. And so one of the things that I've done is I have this app on my phone. It's called Days Sense. And so I've set a goal for myself. Right now it's 30 days. And at the end of 30 days, If I have not reached out to him, I'm doing something for myself and it's going to be something small, guys. It's not going to be anything fancy. Maybe I'll do something fancy six months down the road where I've not had any contact with him, but it's an app called Days Sense. And again, I've set this goal because I am realizing that every time I let him in, I set myself back and I can't do this. It's why that you have to, when you're healing from this trauma and you're healing from trauma bonding, that you have to go no contact if your kids are grown up um, or you have to go gray rock if you still have little kids at home. And gray rock simply means that when you have to interact with your ex, that you do it on a strictly business like level, you do not get involved emotionally um, through text or through phone calls. And so you can read more about Gray, gray Rock, the Gray Rock Method, if you just Google it um, in dealing with a situation like this. Um, for me, it just simply means that I know right now that even, you know, any family events if he's going to be there, I'm not going to be able to show up. I, I can't at this point. Um, and so until I feel like I can be around him and it's not going to set me back, my priority is my own healing. And that's what I'm asking each one of you to do is that you make you a priority that you heal yourself It's kind of like, um, you know, when we're on a plane and they talk about the air masks, right? That you are supposed to put the air mask on yourself before you put the air mask on the child sitting next to you. You have to heal yourself. You have to put the air mask on yourself first. And then you can start with your kids. So... That's really all I want to talk about today um, is trauma and why this is a traumatic event and trauma bonding. And so I leave you with a quote that um, Daniel Danielle Laporte wrote. Danielle Laporte is um, somebody who I've turned to in order to, to help me in my healing she speaks to my soul in ways that um, other people haven't and so what she writes in this book called white hot truth is this quote that I love and it is simply this you will need to believe in your innate specialness in order to stand up for yourself that's the truth ladies And men who may be listening, believe in your innate specialness and stand up for yourself. No one else is going to do it in the way that you can for you. So just a reminder, I do have a Facebook group. The Facebook group is called Overcomer with Crystal. So make sure you search for that. I will have a link in the information that I provide on this episode as well. You can find me on uh, my blog. My blog is called It's Never Too Late to Try. Um, so search for that. And then you can also find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is I am Crystal Hall. Thank you for listening today. And remember, you can overcome and you can live a full life after.